Welcome to the Woke Blokes podcast, hosted by Nick Sutherland from MindFit and Ryan Hassan from the Center for Healing. Let's get into today's episode. Nick, take your hand off my leg. Why do birds suddenly appear? I can smell your breath. So we've just had to uh, start this podcast again because we were having mic issues, uh, which happened on the last podcast as well. So myself and Nick are sharing a mic today. So I know you can't see us, but if you could visualise it, we're very, very close. Well, like a hydra, we have like a two-headed A two-headed mythical beast. Yeah. Uh, the reason we're sharing a mic is because on the other mic, we have a guest, Jimmy. Jimmy. Hello. How you doing, mate? Good. Very good. Yourself? Good. We were just talking about you doing some unconscious intermittent fasting <laughs> before we turned the mics on. Yeah. When you got kids, yeah. you don't eat. How old are the kids? Uh, six and one and a half. Six and one and a half. Yeah. yeah. My boy's seven months now. Seven months, yes. I remember. What, what I, advice I do you have for it. me? There's no advice. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out as you yeah, go. Yeah, that's it. You, you got a boy, so it's a bit easier. I, really? I to, yeah, yeah. I had to learn to play with friggin' Barbies and... I've done all that in the past. Yeah, so I yeah that's, right. That's, that's <laughs> my childhood, really. I used to take my daughter to the park with a ball and she, yeah. she, Barbie would push the ball back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's that's the hard stuff. Yeah. Yes. I've got, got a question. Have you ever eaten pizza for breakfast? Yes. Yes. Yeah, have a look at me. <laughs> Jimmy runs a pizza shop in Baldwin, Box Hill. Box Hill. Box Hill. T17. Shout out to T17. Was in T17. the local paper recently, yeah. looking absolutely beautiful. He was. Yes. Um, that pizza for breakfast was that a normal pizza or a brekkie pizza? Have you seen those where you do like bacon and eggs on a pizza in the morning? Yeah. So my my chefs are, are from Naples, so we don't we don't vary from them. You know, margarita and the and the two ingredient stuff. I was going to ask. You won't get eggs or bacon. Pineapple on or pineapple off? I don't mind pineapple. Uh, whatever the customer wants, mate. I, I'm not. Um, Customer's always right. Customer's always right. And customer's paying. Even so. with an Italian chef? Yeah, they don't like it. You, you see them, you see a couple of heart Because it's against tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for them, it's like, for example, tiramisu is mascarpone, egg, sugar. If you put cream cheese, it's a cheesecake. Ah, it changes. Do you understand? So yeah. a margarita with... Fucking onions, not a margarita. It's yeah. something else. I would always, when I used to watch MasterChef back in the day, I would get this. You know, they, the contestants would put their heart and soul into this meal and they'd bring it up to the judges. And the judges, like, they'd love it like it was delicious, but it wasn't what they said it was. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, oh, well, this isn't actually a traditional, um, you know, flambe or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, was it fucking delicious or not, you know? <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. So if, if it's, it's... a bit floggy. If it's... Yeah. Yeah, it, that... Mate... <laughs> <laughs> Master Chef has changed uh, a lot of things yeah. in the hospitality. So, and and it, it's also given uh, in a good way, yeah, for better yeah. or worse. Uh, good question. It's made food more popular. It's also made the home, the weekend warriors sort of, you know, when they come in and they'll say, well, "Why don't you put more salt?" Or why yeah. So they're, they're becoming, you know, they're wearing cravats and coming in and... Because there's salt <laughs> on the table. more mate. wank factor going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so there's a bit more of that. And then and then now you've got that whole Instagram thing now. So you got all the... all the Everyone's a foodie, yeah? Yeah, Everyone's yeah. got an account. Everyone wants your food to look Instagram. Oh, you've got an instant critic walking through your door. Yes, yeah. And Z- Zomato's a massive one too, so... Yeah, that's the one where you, you know, they you rate... review you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe they don't like... A traditional. Well, you can't please everyone, can you? Zero. Yeah. Don't even bother. Yeah. 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 What about anchovies? You guys into anchovies? Love it. I fucking love them. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Oh. And All we've got some it. good ones that aren't overly fishy, salty ones. Right. So they're quite nice. I used, that used to be my secret uh, ingredient. One of my secret ingredients in my bolognese. Yeah. I used to. I got right into my food for a while. <laughs> um, before I got into drugs and it went right off my food. Yeah. <laughs> Eating. And it stopped eating altogether. <laughs> Food overrated. Um, but yeah, I would at the start of the process when you're doing your garlic and your onion sweating, just put a whole like tin of yeah. anchovies and melt them into it. Yeah. Just added that like real olives are good for that as well. Olives. Olives, olives yeah. are good. A lot of people don't like olives. Really? They my don't mom, know. My mum's from Kalamata, so I love olives. Yeah, I love olives. <laughs> I have olives every day. Yeah? yeah. Yeah, I love olives. I love smoked oysters. Oh. I'm a. I don't, I don't need sugar, so I'm, yeah. I don't need. Cake or yeah, 
really anything like that so i'm, I'm more Jesus. your blue cheese did yeah. you not just buy a banana bread from the I fucking cafe but that's a healthy like, one it does only got sugar free i don't <laughs> think yeah, it's, it's got natural sugar in it it's just a banana <laughs> sugar it's <laughs> fructose it's got everything um <laughs> but i'm more your, like your blue cheese and your, your anchovies and your pate and your yeah Fancy. Yeah, the pad AI. You're one of those Melbourne supporters. <laughs> no, he's a Bombers supporter. He's uh, bloody cock a hoop after last they night. cheated. <laughs> um, fuck, what was I about to say? What were we talking about before the Bombers? Food, pizza yeah, shop. Yeah. Um, Jimmy's here. Is Jimmy's here. Um, we're going to talk a bit about Jimmy's story today. It's going to come back to me what I was about to say, but not yet. Because um, Jimmy... Uh, you know, you've been through a lot, mate. You're in a pretty good position I'm now. I mean, good now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you've, um, you know, had your own journey, like all of us, and like most of the people. I'm going to say all the people listening to this. Well, let's preface it by saying Jimmy came to the centre for healing. Mm-hmm. Like we had Daz in the other week. Uh, it was a mindfit client, so Jimmy's one of your clients. Yeah, Jimmy came in. How long ago, mate? Fuck, nearly two years. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be about two years. About pushing two years. Pushing Just two under. years. What did uh, What did you come in? What What sort of what made you one day go, I need to go into Ryan, this? Ryan, I saw a photo of Ryan on, on uh, Instagram. That would have created more of an aversion <laughs> than an attraction, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, I was just lost and angry and, and, and I didn't know why and, and part of that was using. Um, and, and I used to drink before work yep. and, and going to work sort of half, half pissed. Um, and well, just why, why did you drink before work? What did that do for you? Just I didn't like going to work. Yeah. Um, so, so it was, it was a, to hit the pokies. Mask and, sort of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, at the time, I didn't know what I was doing. But yeah. um, that's a position that a lot of guys are in, not the, the drink part, but the anger part. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys that, you know, I see are, are angry. They've got this underlying anger all the time. Yeah. It gets triggered. Yeah. And the most frustrating part is they don't know why. Yes. Yeah. So I, I always thought it was uh, the way I was raised. So my my mum wasn't nice enough to me, and but then you sort of work through a lot of shit and and realise you got a lot of regrets, yeah, <laughs> and a lot of uh, you're holding a lot of uh, what's the word? A lot Bit, of old bitterness old. towards other people. A lot of resentment. Resentment. That's the word I was looking for. So I'm I'm CBT based, I guess. So to me, that's and Buddhist philosophy so to me that's i'm interpreting that as like attachments to what should have happened yes in the past yeah yeah so you 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 think because you did this for someone that they're gonna receive they owe me or they should have returned the favor yeah and when they don't what the fuck's their problem yeah right yeah i think there's (laughs) a big thing like we do it when we're adults but when we're kids it happens all the time and people think that when we come and you know do work on our past and that kind of thing it's about things that happen to us that shouldn't have and it is but it's also a lot about things that we perceive should have happened that didn't isn't it just processing things that have happened to us regardless of whether it should or shouldn't have happened because yeah but people you know people get stuck stuck in in those experiences don't they yes yeah Yeah, for me processing was the what I learned. Mm. So yeah. you were still holding on and still stuck in the bitterness of all you hadn't processed it and learned how didn't to do it. Didn't know how on. to. Um, didn't know. And then you just sort of sweep it under the rug or they're just pricks. Yeah. And then uh, you're at the pub five days later. And you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> it's, it's, I've got to go to work it's such a minutes. It's such a classic <laughs> Aussie male thing, you know. Yeah. I had that with the army. You know, mm-hmm. getting, getting, you know, while I was in the army and yeah. getting out of the army as well, yeah. you find yourself just... I guess for me and a lot of blokes, alcohol is the quickest and easiest. Yeah, alcohol and then drug I, to get. In between shops, I was working uh, near a dealer, so it was easier to stop at his house on the way to work. Mm-hmm. What for a game of cards or something? For a game of yeah. cards what? and, and uh, backgammon. Okay, backgammon. interesting, backgammon strategy. Backgammon. interesting coping mechanism. I was, I was into strategy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So when you say dealer, you're not meaning car dealer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, cocaine was uh, my uh, drug of choice. Um, and then probably earlier than that was all the other shit, um, the pills and, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to search for some sort of solution to that that's underlying it, yeah. stuff that's going on. Yeah. And, and not just drugs. I found that I would throw myself into gym, work, business, food, all, everything else just to cover... Does that sound familiar to you? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it does to me. It sounds so familiar, yeah. yeah. And the, the thing is, 
it's that same uh, compulsion for us to drink or use drugs. That it's the yeah. same compulsion that we have to work yeah. or have to go to the gym. And, yeah. and, and you know, society rewards those other ones. You're yeah. like, oh, look at this go-getter going yeah, to the gym yeah, and running yeah, a business. Yeah, yeah. and then you're having a mental breakdown. Oh, yeah. still, look, oh yeah. congratulations for doing 70 hours a week and look how fit and healthy you are because you go in the gym seven days a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But remember with um, um, Glenn last, record, last podcast – um, I picked up that he was codependent on going to the gym, so yeah. that, was, that was his yeah. drug. Yeah, and even though like the gym was cool when you went with mates back in the day, now you're paying a personal trainer, now you're paying a dietitian. Yeah, and really you should just be saving your money. And yeah, so you're working on your physical health you and, your, and your nutritional health, but you're completely neglecting your mental health. Yeah, well, you're not there for the right reasons. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and then well, you- I wasn't anyway. And then there's a lot of money stuff that does come into that because then you yeah. will you will start to get rid of that money. I remember I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, I got a point in my, my mid twenties maybe, and I'm like, oh, I got to stop fucking going out every weekend and spending a grand on drugs yeah. and alcohol. So let's get into my fitness. And I'm like, oh, this is great. I'll be able to save heaps of money too. No, and I, I walked into GNC one day and I'm like, oh, I've heard about protein powder and stuff. And they must have seen me coming from a fucking mile off. And I walked out with like $500 worth of shit in bags. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm set for a while. And it was enough for about a month's supply. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fuck all. And then you start buying uh, random shit from... Thailand, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, to, well, to, you get cheaper protein powders. Right. The, like the white label stuff. Yeah. So Amongst other them. things from over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dudes go down a steroid path, I suppose. Steroids and yeah. human growth and yeah. whatever you can. Is that uh, why your eyebrows are so bushy? Because <laughs> you're Greek. That's the ethnic. <laughs> that's their all the olives. That's, that's El Natural, that is. <laughs> that's the pizza in the morning. <laughs> that's, um, but hey, that's a big one too. That's another topic. Um, Altogether, there's there's so many guys at the minute using performance enhancing drugs who don't play a sport professionally yeah. and aren't doing bodybuilding. It's huge, and so the question is why why are they doing it? It's like well, so I can look good on social media and to other people and to get chicks, or just because I'm well, vain. It's, it's I, really I remember interesting. taking ephedrine to play because I used to play soccer. Yeah, um, but go out as well, and then taking ephedrine just to get through a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, like, yeah. Just to not get dropped from the seniors or yeah, to not. Right. Yeah. Well, the the footy players, there's obviously now so much um, testing and everything with drugs, yeah. but a lot of them, like, you know, smash about 12 no-dos before a game. Yeah. Another thing, just to try horrible. and get some yeah, sort yeah, of edge yeah. or some yeah, sort of. Yeah. And then they finish the game and can't get to sleep all night. And it's like, oh, yeah, I Yeah, and it's why. just a vicious cycle, yeah? yeah? So then you're fucking angry because the way you slept and then you think and then you, yeah. you drink and then you this and then you... You're eating shit. You're always chasing your tail. Chasing your tail, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spiralling down further in that that cycle. Yeah. I heard um, this morning that Ash Barty... um, Smashes 12 notos. Just won the... (laughs) That's how she won. (laughs) (laughs) No, she, she started playing cricket because she had depression. Uh, yeah, and, and she was good at it too, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, but as a 15-year-old, she said the amount of expectation that was piled upon her yeah. from outside, from external, from public to become world number one was just too much. And and so here's this. So hang on, just, so she played tennis and then stopped well, to a, play cricket? Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was a junior oh, champion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she just, you know, she's 15, she couldn't handle all these people saying, oh, you're going to do this, you got to do this, you got to become world number one. It's, it's so weird how we we, we put all that pressure on that's people instead of just, oh, enjoy it, see, see what happens, see how you go. Yeah, that's it's kind of a fine line that as well because it, there's the, you, you either think it's that really pushy side and it's too much mm. or then some people are a bit too blasé and some people might need a push, you know. Mm. But I say it's true, it's like Tiger Woods, like what other option did he have? Fuck. Like he was, he was playing golf, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah. well, and, and the, with that, Tennis, the parents actually drop a bit of coin. Yeah, yeah, they're they're yeah. invested, yeah, emotionally and financially yes. in the, yeah. the child's outcome. Yeah, whereas soccer, you might get on a team and yeah, get funded or footy, or whatever. Footy's really well funded. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, tennis, it's the if you want to go to that teacher or what's his name, that Nick guy in America. Well, they all come out of that school. He's one of the top coaches. Isn't yeah. He? yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So it's fucking big money to get into that. Yeah. Unless you've got sponsors and that behind you. Yeah. Uh, Philippus' dad, didn't he fucking yeah, mortgage the house? Is dad and yeah, it's a really, it's a quite a, it's good. Like Ash Barty seems pretty good, pretty grounded. It's a pretty bratty kind of sport. Like I, 
I played tennis, not at a real high level or anything, but you know, play, it is. It's a bit wanky. It's a bit of a you know tanty yeah, kind of sport. A lot of ego involved. I Individual, think, yeah, because yeah, Cause you're, yeah. You're and go- I think golf can be the same. But um, Hannah Green, who just won the the major, she's yeah. like twenty three. She was amazing. And Kari, she went through Kari Webb School, um, and Kari said she picked it from an early age because. Hannah's mentality was really good. She was just very calm and grounded, yeah. and um, she she had the right you mental the, makeup to, yeah. to go yeah. far. It's that's what makes me even more fascinated in Roger Federer, because <laughs> he was a hothead when he first yes, started. He was like a brat. he was a brat, yeah, yeah. and like but aren't they all? Yeah, it's it's the it's the energy of tennis. Like I'm always. I just thought the other day, right? I don't know if this is going to make sense, but like, there's we, we take on like the avatar of different energies based on what we're doing. So the other day, there's an example, right? I'm driving home from Dandenong, and there's this street that you go down. It's a bit of a shortcut, and it's a left turn only. But I need to turn right to get yeah, home, right? Yeah. So I get to the end. I look around. Is there any cars coming? No, nah, I'm turning right. So I'm breaking the law, right? Yeah. As I turn around, yeah, I notice man. myself like taking on the energy of a criminal kind of thing. <laughs> I pull a bit of a face, like yeah, fuck you, kind of thing. I just did a right turn. I just did something wrong, you know. And I kind of, I kind of become this different version of me. And and this is another topic altogether. But like, I find this with people struggling with addiction a lot where people who are in addiction are in pain and struggling and need help and support yet they're demonized and criminalized and they're punished they're put in jail and that kind of thing and you keep telling someone you're a criminal you're a criminal you take on more of that energy and start behaving more like a criminal that's what johan hari talks about if you're interested listeners check out um everything you think you know about addiction is wrong on a ted talk Mm -hmm. and he's talking about the same that's why in portugal decriminalized it and uh, but with a condition that you have to start giving them jobs and small business loans and everything yeah. to give them more of a purpose. Yeah. So I think that is yeah, changing the energy of it. So then there's also shame I've found. Oh, massive. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get we'll, oh, yeah. to that. Cool. That's a great. We're, we're going to get to that. <laughs> but yeah. if so, wait. Just let me finish my, my thought. So <laughs> I'm interested though. <laughs> so there's that energy. So all of a sudden, you know, the criminal energy. But there's also I found energy with sports. So there's this underlying cultural energy that people who come into a sport start acting in a certain way or that part of their personality comes out. And in tennis, it is that brattiness. Yeah, but I've got to fit the mould sort of thing. I've got to fit the the avatar. Like yeah. you know, going into a new footy team, you go in with your sort of bit of bravado, bit of – I suppose I did the same with the army. You know, you're going to go mm-hmm. in. But when, but you're, if, when you're in a team, isn't there the, the captain will fucking put you in your place? Whereas tennis, you're a bit individual. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and and you get like Justin Bieber, was eighteen with a hundred million. I'd be a fucking yeah, fucking who knows what I would. Don't worry what he Dead. was doing, mate. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah. egg in a house. I used to do that. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. making sixty bucks a week at Coles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hundred million. Okay, so this this energy <laughs> shift then. Yeah. If you take on the energy of a criminal when you're doing a criminal activity, if you go into the forest or down to the beach and just sit there, do you take on the energy of your surroundings? Like is it yeah. the same thing? I, I, I would admit, so more of that part of what's already in you comes out. Because I think Dr. John Martini talks about this. So we've got, there's a list of traits and there's like, I can't remember how many, 3,000 or something different traits. And he went through them all and he could find that he had that trait somewhere in his life, every one of them. So his thing is we all have every trait. Yeah. We just, you know, don't don't see it. And I think it's reflected to us at times. So I think as we go into these different fields of energy, and I know it sounds a bit woo-woo, but as we go into those fields of energy, those different traits or parts of our personality will come out. You know, I remember when I uh, got arrested, um, we tend to always end up talking about me when I was got arrested. <laughs> and because um, I'd never been there before and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm not having a good time because I'm withdrawing from drugs and I'm getting arrested, but I'm going to try and co- <laughs> I want to cooperate with everyone. You know, yeah. I want to be nice and all that Has kind of jazz. Said, I'm having a good time while I'm getting arrested. <laughs> no, not that I know. I <laughs> didn't. I've been my And um, I got uh, transferred to the uh, cells, I think it was in like in Heidelberg because I had to stay there the night. And um, I was still trying to be like, nice and cooperative because I still had this thing like I'm a drug addict, but I'm a nice guy. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just having a rough trot. <laughs> and, um, you know, they had to strip search me uh, right. in the cells. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. Like, so, you know, you strip down naked and that kind of thing and you just do what they need to do. And then the uh, 
policemen are like, you know, I went to like get my clothes back off them and they just sort of threw them and kicked them into the corner of the cell and made me kind of walk over there and bend over and pick them up. And that kind of then made me, I'm like, I completely changed my energy. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm a fucking criminal. Fuck you. And now all of a sudden the energy that perpetuates between a drug addict and the police, it matches the energy, even though I didn't want it to be that way. Mm. There you go. No, I'm I'm, I'm just processing it. It's, It's... Take it all in, mate. Hey? Take it all in, mate. I am. I'm absorbing I'm your energy. Got a path right naked. <laughs> so, well, I get, no, I, I guess that comes from um, there was an experiment in Sweden, I think, and they took identical twins and um, they put one. I think they both had depression. They put one in a depression and anxiety group, and they put one in a group of successful businessmen uh, to see what yeah. would happen. Yeah. And the, obviously, the one in the group of successful businessmen became happy and successful and healthy and all that sort yeah. of stuff or the one that turned up Still to a depression there. anxiety group and wore the label <laughs> yeah, yeah, stayed that's, in that's, that space. That's interesting. Yeah, because cool. that's like that law of association. You know, yeah. They say you're, you're the average of the five people you spend the most yeah, time so with. Yeah, so when you're in a group of uh, upbeat and you know you're, you feel better, you have better ideas, you're more creative. You know, I mean, when you're hanging out with junkies just in the room, well, then you're... Yeah. Oh, it's your, it's your <laughs> yeah. nature versus nurture and yeah. your environment. And they say with golfers, if you play golf in a, in a group of four and the other three players are all better than you, you'll play better. You'll play better. Yeah. 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 Because you're, you're, actually, you're actually mirroring them. And they, so they recommend if, before you go and watch sport to watch professionals do it because you take out there this image, subconscious image of all the moves they did and then you'll go and replicate that to some degree. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've found that. Yeah, I've found. Do you play golf, Jimmy? What about no. when you go surfing? Oh, don't. I'll tell you later. Have you ever surfed? <laughs> Tried to. And how'd you go? Shit out. Is it really hard? Couldn't get up. I told you it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> From someone else's experience. From someone else's experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, I found that with golf. Like when, when I play and I haven't played in a bit and just watched, I'll play better than if I'm playing more regularly and thinking about it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, back to you, Jimmy. Let's talk yes. a bit more about you and your story. So what are, what are maybe some of the resentments and that you had to work through to start to bring this anger level down? Because there's a lot of guys out here who will be listening and going, I would love to be able to bring my levels of anger down. What, uh, you, a big thing for me was, you know Jack Nagel? Yeah, just shout out to Jack. Been yep, on the Shift out. Happens podcast twice. Yep. Um, he made me write down every single person that I thought I had a problem with and why I had the problem. And then what was my role in the problem and just owning that shit around it. So a bit of accountability. Yeah, accountability. And then you realise, you know what, it's probably your fault you agreed to that fucking Telstra contract. Yeah. So why are you angry with Telstra? You know what I mean? Right. So taking ownership. Taking ownership of all, all this stuff. We spoke on a couple of podcasts ago about metaphorically having this garden. Yeah. And... We sort of don't tend to it, and we expect everyone else to tend to, tend it, to it, it. Yeah, really nice. Was that sort of the metaphor that would have suited you? Yeah, yeah. So for me, like stuff around my wife or around my business partner, like I, I was rocking up drunk. So fuck what my business partner. I know why he bailed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like as much as I like to say it was uh, this tax thing or this thing. Oh, and it was probably the anger around or the shame around. You know, you can't face them anymore. So then you fucking put the masks on. This is a really interesting topic. I was uh, reading about something, and this is to do with uh, domestic violence, but this applies to men in general. Um, So us men, and we spoke about this on a previous show about shame and how it's the number one killer of men. You know, a lot of men feel that, and that's what leads us down a path of, you know, possible suicide and that kind of thing. So shame is a really disempowered state we feel completely out of control yeah so then the way that we try and regain control is by going to anger yeah because anger can can get us control back yeah yeah we we know anger you know we can and then we might express that anger towards someone and that will control them to an extent but it's a way for us to try and cope with the shame but all they're they're doing in anger is holding onto fear so that's where that's where the sense of control comes into it. We don't actually get back in control. It's just an illusion yeah. because we're holding on to something. Where 
I was I wanted to ask Jimmy when you took ownership and accountability and you know realized it's your garden you have to tend to it to yeah. make it look nice was that a really empowering process for you it's there's clarity yeah all right. of a sudden yeah. all of a sudden you're like yeah all right this how, is on me yeah how do I fix that now? yeah how do I um fix that lease we signed how do I fix that so you could start attending yeah, to the I problems. Yeah, I think I was saying to you guys, like the shop's not set up right. Well, yeah. what can we do to sort of add 20 more seats? Because we're a bit small. So it, became, it sounds like you became more solution-oriented than problem-oriented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than focusing on, you know, what more, you know, yeah. what my wife said. Because all these, I mean, heaps of our listeners are, are tradies, run their own business. Yeah. And, and I think all these relationships that are yeah. convoluted. And, you know, and so... Instead of letting all of those relationships dictate how you feel and, and then, yeah. you know, it doesn't need to get on drugs and alcohol and all that sort of stuff. Well, when we were setting up this shop was probably my worst sort of period. Yeah. Um, I let or I let a lot of control go to my partner. So a lot of those decisions I can't really be mad at because I was in a pub fucking playing pokies and getting hammered so because you were disconnecting your business partner had to make more decisions and yeah step up. yeah and then but in my mind it was like he said i'll find the builder for yeah, yeah and yeah. then that dragged on for months and i never really stepped in so if the builder's job was shit well, yeah well that's on you because it's on you me because there. yeah yeah you know what i mean i know you guys are fired up but can you stop banging on the table it's coming through the mic okay <laughs> Jesus, so it's demanding, so controlling. That's the anger now. The anger, fucking, uh, it's because I've got shame. <laughs> <laughs> shame of this podcast not being perfect. Anyway, as you were. Uh, yeah, I, I just think it's interesting um, to, to hear Jimmy talking about you know, this, this sense of I wasn't there, I wasn't accountable, I wasn't doing X, Y, and Z, and... And then, but I was bitter and twisted at the world for yeah. suddenly not happening. Yeah. But then you came into this clarity, as you said, of yeah. Oh fuck! Well, yeah, it is on me. It could be even around my, my a lot of work I did here was with my parents. Um, yeah. Why did they fucking? My parents were never home. Yeah. So my mum went to work at two, and came home at eleven. My oh. dad went to work at seven and came home seven. My oh. brother was ten years older. Yeah. So I used to walk home from primary school, and fucking. Had four hours to myself, yeah? Yeah. Um, no shit, I was going to eat chocolate and, <laughs> and I wasn't going to eat dinner. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? So you, you, but if my parents didn't work, because we came here in the mid-80s, what would probably still have, when the interest rate was rates 20? 18% or whatever. So if my parents didn't work two jobs and 12 hours and yeah. loading hours. Yeah. Would have been on the street. Would have been, uh, yeah. This is one of those instances where there's no one to blame. Right, because we this is what people get funny. They're like, Oh, if I'm going back and looking at stuff from my past and that, yeah, they, well, but we feel like then, then someone's got to be to blame for that, but yeah, no one is, exactly. so no one is. Yet, things that happened impacted us in a certain way, yeah. and we need to start to process and reframe that so we stop having these negative patterns in our but life today. It sounds like Jimmy stepped out of it and looked at it objectively, that's it, and is able to look at it through a different lens or a different yeah, filter was a, and get more understanding yeah and and be more empathetic to you stop making it about you well fucking i do the same thing now don't i yeah i work yeah but but back then <laughs> that that school kid walking home and smashing chocolate he he didn't have the perception or awareness of what was going on no so, so then when i got old i was like oh i'm fucking fat up because i got a sugar addiction because my parents my parents weren't home yeah. <laughs> right but Really, I could have eaten an apple. No, <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that statement is true, though, yeah. but it's still no one's fault. No one's fault, yeah. yeah so yeah, whereas you know I mean? used to blame my brother's not home or fucking whatever. Yeah. Um, now you realise, yeah, that's the situation. Yeah. Get over it, yeah. Yeah, because what happens, <laughs> we, we that became a coping mechanism. So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm at home by myself. I have, I have no connection here. So what do I do? What can I bond with? Yeah. I'll bond with chocolate. Or, so now yeah. if, I, if I take something externally and put it in, it'll help me bond in some way for that uh, lonely feeling I have. Yeah. Then we, so, so it worked at the time, but then we get older and we're like, oh, whenever I get that lonely feeling, I need to consume something. Consume something, And, and yeah. that can be the food. It can be alcohol, drugs, whatever well, it is. Well, that's what... That's a massive thing, yeah. Like you always feel like you've got to be doing something mm. with me. Like even with my kids now, if they're home for twenty minutes, I'll, I'll, let's go do something. Let's go to yeah. the park. Let's go to the, you know what I mean? 
Um, you need to talk to Nick. Nick's great at doing and nothing. I don't think that's healthy. I like stillness. Stillness, yeah. You can call it nothing. I'll call it stillness. Yeah, no, that's you're right. I used negative language then, didn't I? You did. Because I Mel tagged me in something literally this morning. Yeah. And it said, <laughs> um, despite uh, popular belief, hey, buy some milk on the way home. <laughs> uh, almond milk. <laughs> um, despite you know popular uh, opinion, the world won't stop if you slow down and do nothing. Yes. But yeah. we think that, don't we? Yeah, well, you're always in a rush to to do something. Oh, that's what I find now. And a lot, a lot of people, a lot of blokes, especially, um, have this. Their self worth is attached to how many hours a week they're doing and how much money they're bringing home. So if if I'm not working, if I'm not generating an income, then I I am worth worthless. Yeah. Less. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, yeah where the shame piece comes in again. Because yeah. now I'm thinking to you know different clients you know we have in here who are in the position where they've got stuff going on in there at home and they might be on Centrelink they're not contributing to the family yeah. and they go into all sorts of shame which then they they get a very very or whatever about. your money you're making is going to fucking drugs. Yeah. But if if you go into shame then you start going to one of, another one of those negative cycles where you spiral down because then you feel you beat yourself up, you need comfort, so you go and find something to comfort you yeah. and, and it's sort of self-perpetuating. Where if you come into an understanding and acceptance of it and, and Just give yourself it. a break and, and sort of care about yourself a bit more, yeah. then you're going to have a better chance of getting out of that cycle, aren't you? Yeah. Mel used to always say to me, what are you doing what are you doing to work on yourself yeah. and I never did anything yeah. watching TV <laughs> um, but I never understood that until sort of I left here and then you the penny drops like yeah I had a, I had a client forgive the yourself other day. or whatever I had a client the other day say um, they've, they've finished their program and she, and she said I now realise that um, you can't just expect to be happy. You have to work on being happy. Yeah, yeah. It's like this thing. We we get to the end of a week and we're like, oh, I'm not I'm not happy. Yeah. It's like, how many hours this week did you dedicate to your own happiness? What? Zero. Yeah. Dedicate time. Yeah. What would dedicate yeah. to your own happiness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something doesn't add up there. Yeah. Well, and then another thing is the the phones. You just always constantly yeah. distracting yourself. So. Yeah. I, I just I was I'm on my phone because I, <laughs> I literally posted um, a thing on Instagram this morning saying it's kind of funny how some people put more time and energy into being unhappy and unhealthy yeah. than they do being happy and healthy. Yeah. And then they wonder why they're unhappy. Yeah. It's simple, cause and effect, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of things do you do for your own self-care these days, Jimmy? Now, uh, I don't mind the old breathing exercises. Oh, what do you go for? Um, no, I just literally just quiet room, breath. couch, yeah, breathe, close my eyes. I feel like uh, shit comes up from the past and you sort of just work through it and get over it. Um, walk walk to the park. Mm. How would you go then, being so constantly on the go and needing to do stuff, yeah. how do you think you'd go doing a meditation retreat or something where you... Uh, it's the other end of the spectrum. I would love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of hard to walk away from when you're running a business and you've got two kids and a family. But we, and we spoke about this the other week, I think. Mm-hmm. There's always these reasons why we yeah, can't yeah, yeah, do yeah. things. And so yeah. do you think you'd have to give yourself some kind of permission to do something like that? I would have to get permission from... Would you have to give yourself <laughs> permission first and foremost? Though? Yeah, yeah, you have to give yourself permission. You have to understand that it's okay to fucking crushed yeah. <laughs> and then you got to say to yourself alright if I don't so I always had a, I had a business and I had a second job if I don't go to that second job for a month and then just ride my bike go for a walk around the whatever the oval a few times that to me is like massive I, I talk to my clients about before you can be a great husband or father or yeah. partner or whatever the case may be, businessman, you first and foremost have to be a great you. Yeah. So that's why it's important and makes sense to prioritise your mental and physical health and yeah. to allocate time, not make time, but actually proactively yeah. allocate so time. Every, so for me, like once I drop the kids off, uh, I've got two hours, three hours now 
where I can do all that stuff. Okay. Perfect. And I, and I don't watch. I won't sit on the couch and watch two movies until I have to go to work. I'll, I'll cook something. Yeah. Or, or, you know. Feed your soul a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, even man, even today, I got like old work pants that have just just fucking throwing shit out and seeing your cupboard. Or, you know, I remember when I brought, I gave you guys yeah, like, yeah. bags of clothes. Like, it just feels good to. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's wearing them now. Yeah, we, <laughs> that for Tommy. Oh. Yeah. We, we literally didn't need to buy him any clothes for the first like four months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what I mean? To so, say like, because you, you got all this clutter and just shit around the house, and just straightening up a few things, you just so feel. Imagine, imagine that happens on a in an external world or a physical world. Yeah. Imagine what's happening in our heads. Yeah. And in our hearts. Yeah. I suppose like with you or the clutter that you had. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. So like even uh, pulling out all the plate, just cleaning, you just feel fucking... Cathartic. Cathartic, yeah. that's the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so much better. Or even I found this year I've written down a lot of lists. So like change, you know, this... Uh, phone company change this and just ticking off the little things every even if you do one a week yeah. mm. and yeah. might be just fucking cancelling Foxtel yeah. yeah that's taken me two years <laughs> <laughs> like, and Foxtel thanks you for you, it yeah. you guys laugh but I think Foxtel is the biggest waste of money so do I <laughs> but you pay a hundred bucks a month for what yeah and we don't watch it the kids watch ABC Kids my wife really if she wants Reality TV, you can get um, Netflix and all that. Net Hey You is twenty bucks a month. Okay, but yet still it took fucking two years. But man, it's a <laughs> how good does it feel so, when you? So yeah. can you? Would this resonate with you? Perhaps that you you can do an audit on yourself and audit. an audit on your life. Yeah, and step back and look at it without the shame, without yep. the judgment, without the it should or shouldn't be different. Yeah, and just an acceptance of hey, this is my life right now. How's it working for me? How much clutter's involved? Where, where's my time and energy going? Yeah. How, how often do people do that, do you reckon? Proactively. You should do it once every six months. There you go. <laughs> Jimmy's just given the prescription. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Listeners, Jimmy. once every six months, we do the Jimmy special. It's a full audit on your life and a cleanup. Yeah. Just yep. ticking off all that stuff that annoys you. All de that little cluttering. You know, I had a barbecue that I needed to put together sitting there for a year in the garage you know what I mean like yeah. to, so just to be able to pull it out and spend three hours you know men we love with our hands yeah, yeah. it's it's prioritising it because we we've got a similar thing me and Mel have a, a list it's like on the on our phone so we can both add to it and that yeah. kind of thing and it's just sort of basic shit that comes up so then when it gets to the weekend and you know we've got there's a little bit of spare time we're just like oh let's go to the list and it's that shit that you do like the barbecue or yeah. whatever it is that over time, like 12 months go down the track and all these things don't get done, then you're like, my life's a fucking mess. What's going on? I've got all yeah, this yeah, shit yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you, as you tick shit off, it's, it's, you just feel good. It feels good. But the, yeah, fur yeah. the further down you find yourself down that priority list, the more everything above you gets to dictate your time and energy. So that's where you start getting reactive and then needing coping mechanisms and getting angry and bitter and twisted because all this thing's taking up your time. But in reality, you're not prioritizing yourself and putting yourself in a yeah. position where you can manage your time yeah. which is which is really yeah. a shift yeah now this is this is a good point because it's not just like that audit you did with all the people that you had issues with and yeah. problems but also stuff that's happening in our life both of those things like you said Nick are an exercise of just getting it out yeah. getting getting looking at it a bit so we can start instead of because it all just hums in the mind in yeah. the background and we pisses us off most of the time <laughs> i'd like to ask Jimmy you run a business you're a businessman Yep. Um, I know how hard it is to run a business. Yep. And I've been, been doing it. I've been sober since I've been doing it. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking hard. Yeah. What are some of the changes you've seen, you know, from maybe a few years ago to now in the way you're able to run a business by having less of that anger and less of that shame? Well, a, a lot more bills get paid on time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and there's a, there's communication now. So yeah. in the past, you would... Uh, just get pissed off with staff for just being staff. Yeah. Um, so for me, that it's easier to go to work now. I I feel better being in that place. Whereas in the past, I'm I'd sit there like fuck these cunts. Yeah. 
I hate them. I don't want to be here. I want my here. I'll just pay their wages. They just take, take, take. Mm-hmm. But really, like, it's just easier now. It's so you couldn't be grateful for having them and realise that they were part of your success and yeah. they were resources for you to invest in. You saw them in a negative light. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and just not going, taking that shit home. Yeah, right. Compartmentalising. Yeah, and work at yeah. Work. How much, how much energy did it take for you to be angry? Like, imagine the amount of energy that you burn through. Yeah. Being um, on an emotional level, being angry. Um. It. Yeah. It's. Do you know? It's not the works. It's. You, you come home and you're not a family. You, you now you're angry at your wife, and you probably go a bit harder at your wife because you know that it's not going to come back the other way. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's the ones or, that are the closest kids. to us. She'll forgive you. Yeah. She'll forgive me. Or yeah. all, all the. I've got two daughters who are daddy's girls, so um, maybe I'll fucking take 20 Barbies and bin them yeah. because she put yeah, her right. socks on backwards. Yeah, take it out and you know what I mean? Yeah. We yeah. spoke to the uh, Trade Mutt boys, shout out to Trade Mutt, um, about this as well, like how, how guys get in a position where I've got to run my business, but then they, they think they have to run an empire Yes, and get 50 blokes working for them and all this yeah. where, you know, Bob's home maintenance down the road, he starts at seven, knocks off at three, goes and plays golf in the Arvo. He's probably earning the same amount of income as them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Todd, who's got this empire, gets home with all this stress and the all this stress. frustration, yeah. gets home, ignores the wife, kicks the dog, yells at the kids. Mm. Where the other dude who doesn't create all that stress in his life you know, is a lot different approach. And also taking the long-term view. So if you're not, so the first year and a half when you're not making money adds to that, you know what I mean? The shame and the fucking, how am I paying? So let's go get a second job. And if you don't have a long-term view, for me, it's come after sort of two and a half, three years. Yeah. Um, How how long-term do you look? Two and a half, three years, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, by the time you sort of establish... um, with us, it was harder because we're hidden. So there's all that extra. Um, but you chose to f- to rent that property that's hidden. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what, if you, what if you played into that and became like one of those secret joints? Well, that's that was the idea behind it. So when we had the bar as well, yeah. the idea was it was just a door with a little key above the door. Yeah. And yeah, but are they still would, rocking those joints? Because I they were a bit yeah, of a hit a couple of years ago. The, oh, there's a couple yeah. on Chapel or. Yeah, yeah, a couple on Chapel Street that I was... Yeah, but you're on Chapel Street. Yeah, it's a bit different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you're a door on Chapel Street, you're still Chapel Street. Yeah. Um, with the Box Hill one, we're like really... Hit. We still get people come today that are like, we've seen your signs around, but we thought you were a takeaway and we didn't realise you are a restaurant. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, again, probably going back to the start, not sitting down and saying, how are we going to promote this local paper instagram whatever so like, be, work, be a bit smarter with it sit with it yeah we, we just fucking wasted all our money into would, would it be fair to say that you made a lot of decisions um from an, from an emotion well intoxicated yeah. and and as a byproduct emotionally charged decisions yes yeah yeah so with this one here my partner was gonna take a lot of the reins um but <laughs> it was probably a bit harder for him than what, yeah, you know what I mean. But then I was thinking, well, what's he, what's his problem with me? Were you thinking that while you were sitting at the pokies having a beer? Had the, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or actually, at the time I had a job, so I really didn't care. Yeah, um, right. I was just waiting for um, him to finish. Mm-hmm. So, what, <laughs> what, what advice would you give the? version of jimmy five years ago yeah you can't go back no regrets or anything but what advice would you give that younger version to probably because there'll be that jimmy will be listening yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so if if you are going to do a business especially uh hospitality uh you really need to go through everything so like your lease and what does that look like in two three years and if i got a chef who's a thousand a week well he's going to ask for pay rise it's going to be twelve thirteen hundred can, can we sustain that? Sounds like you've got a lot of knowledge from all these mistakes that you've made. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in the past, the other ones kind of went well quicker. <laughs> so you never really, like, we were back to bare bones. Um, so, 
yeah. So going to a supplier and say, if I bring you everything, can you give me? So one supplier said, if I mention their name on our menu, you know, fifteen percent off. Cool. Yeah. That's massive. So fifteen percent off might be thirty bucks a week. Or yeah. It all adds up. End of the year, it's a thousand. Yeah. Um, put in the right canopies in because when you go back, it's an extra seven, eight thousand. Yeah. Getting the right freezers, getting the right electricity plan, not getting sucked into the um, 40% off if you pay on time, but then that contract ends and then you get a bill that's two grand, becomes four grand, and then it took me nine months to swap companies. When I could have just been on a flat rate and not got sucked into the I select. Sounds like I say Jimmy becoming like a hospitality Consultant. business mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Come and see me. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm digging that. <laughs> yeah. Just in you know, a room of like 50 people. Well, as, as, you, <laughs> as you and I and our consultants of sorts, through our lived experience and what we've learned, I think Jimmy's got a lot of IP and a lot of value in his experience. I can see you up there, Jimmy. Just Consultant, like, mate. Yeah, 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 just on the stage though, you know, one of those mics that, you know, it's like wraps around. <laughs> Like to the to ShamWow the guy. <laughs> <laughs> the ShamWow I, I, I was thinking Britney Spears. Britney Spears, yeah, there you yeah. go. A python, yeah. Um, dance around with a python. So what about Jimmy from five years ago? What advice would you give him uh, mentally and emotionally? Yeah, not not to, to fucking take shit home, man. Not not to take it. It's, Is it that it's easy, seri- though? Like, it, it should be. It should be. Why like, should it be? I get it's not. You don't know things that you don't know. so you Yeah, and there's a few holes in the walls at home that attest to that, yeah. Um, so would you, could, could, could you advise him to go and learn how to not take shit home instead of just having an expectation that he shouldn't take it, shit home? Easier said than done. and, and um, But, yeah, I, like I think the more you plan and the more you research, like if you go and see five power companies rather than the f- first one, if you go and, you know, I, I never wrote down everything. Um, the name. The name took us fucking nine months. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why? <laughs> and and then that frustration between the partners over a name is that fucking stupid. So what, what I'm looking at is Jimmy's operating system and how he's constructing things and his reality and the way that his mind is working and uh, cause and effect. So is that operating system lacking so much that it's creating this other problem? Yeah. This need to then mask it all and all that, all that, all that suffering in inverted commas that you're creating for yourself. Yeah. Um, then needs to be alleviated through some means. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that that was me, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas now it's a bit more clear and and you know concise, and I've sat down with the chefs, and this is our path forward. Yeah. How how proud are you of of yourself sitting here today? Um, without, I'm, without it being an ego thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I don't think we're there yet. I think we've fucking made massive. What like, about you though, of yourself? Yeah, I'm I'm proud that I stuck it through. No, like your personal journey, business all No, 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 yeah, yeah, proud of that. Normally I'd give up. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, normally I'd bounce. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to sit there and I'll pay myself for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then go and fucking drown my sorrows. Dive back into it. So the fact that I took on a a long-term view and a long-term challenge and and just tick off. So you didn't just go for the Band-Aid quick fix. Yeah. You've you've committed to this. Yeah, and then even we, I butted heads uh, the other week with the chef, but just to sort of work through, I realised <laughs> now I can see him coming from a mile away. Yeah, yeah. so I realised he was angry about something else, and something else set him off. So I sat there and said, <laughs> "Man, it can't be this small. What is it? We sat, we nutted it out. Boom. Yeah, we're best mates." I think this you um, dealing and getting past a lot of your shame and anger means that you're able to deal with other people in life circumstances yeah like well that's that was the main i, I would uh close off well you're probably yeah. free to communicate a lot better now because it's not that emotionally charged yes. communication yeah yeah and and you're not clouded because you'll cut for and you're not listening with the intent to speak and to uh, you know control the dialogue the conversation you yeah. can actually sort of listen yeah. to someone and go okay and also too i think jack made me realize you're using them too for something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, don't just... Just because asking you for 
whatever pay rise. Don't take that to heart because he needs a pay rise. Yeah, you're getting a a long term fucking benefit as well. Of course, you know what I mean. So to be able to sit back and go, oh yeah, he's cut about, he's not getting paid enough. What an asshole. <laughs> now it's like, all right, but you're using him for. It, it works both ways. Own your part. Own your part. Yeah, Own your yeah, part. Yeah. That that for me, writing down everything, um, was probably the biggest thing. Awesome. Just, I don't know if it's journaling. I wouldn't say journaling, but just writing down. It's an audit. It's Jimmy's audit. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're calling it from now Nine, on. Jimmy's uh, audit. 49.95. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is there, is there a, a Jimmy the person and a Jimmy the businessman or are they just so one and the same? One, and the, one same. and the same. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I constantly same. think business. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, Let's uh, shift gears. Is there any resources like uh, books, documentaries, courses, or anything that's maybe helped you over the last few years? Yeah, subtle art of not giving a f- ah Mark Manson. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was that was good book. That's a great book. Have you read his new one? No. Yeah, not great yet. great title. It's called Everything Is Fucked: A Book About Hope. Um, <laughs> He's very good. Yeah, they, he was very clever with the marketing, with the subtle art of not giving a yeah, fuck. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been such a success if it wasn't a fucking great book. It's a good well. book. Yeah, yeah. And even, yeah, um, this place helped me a lot. Jack, Real Drug Talk. was Shout out, Jack. He's really cool. Um, yeah. Um, any? What about any uh, like business stuff, any resource, any people you follow? N- nah. No, because no, I, I find the ones you follow on Instagram are fucking snake oil. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I think I think Jimmy's got this belief in himself, and he, he sort yeah. of learns the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, real, real hard. Way. He's his own business mentor. Yeah, his well, mistakes I, are his mentor. It's been eighteen years, yeah. yeah. So yeah. if I don't know what I'm sort of doing now, yeah, I'm fucked. Is uh, <laughs> what about um, your family and your business partner? You know. What what uh, not, not you don't owe them anything, but how do you feel about them sticking by and? Yeah, I, I still got to clear up a few things with my business partner because yeah. uh, I think it, I didn't think it ended bad, but I get the feeling maybe he might. Okay. But rightly so, like I yeah. like I said, I wasn't there. Uh, my me and my wife are a lot better. Yeah. Me and my kids are a lot better. Like I used to hate, not hate, but. I couldn't be fucked with my kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like you didn't have the energy? Or energy, you've only slept. They, they weren't making you money? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They weren't working hard. <laughs> but, that's, but that's really important. Though. That's real talk. I think a lot of people actually have had those feelings before. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you're not alone if you've had those feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when your kids come in the morning at 6 a.m. and you didn't fall asleep till 3, the last thing you want is a kid there. But all that kid wants is a hug. Yeah. All that kid wants. But you're so busy making it about you that you can't see, <laughs> you yeah. see what their needs yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, no, it's just, even with my mum, man, <laughs> me and my mum have, in the last year and a half, massive. And my last drug debt, my, uh, my dad helped me pay. You know what I mean? To, to go to my dad, who would beat the shit out of us, mm-hmm. and say, but then I realised he'd only beat the shit out of you if you lied. Mm-hmm. If you went up to him like I did and said, "Listen, I've got a drug problem," mm-hmm. or "What can we do to fix it?" Whereas in the past, did you burn the curtain? Nah. Yeah. So was that his values was <laughs> the honesty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, you don't realise that till now. And oh, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to pigeonhole, but. Being Greek, is family important to you? Like it wasn't to me. It, it more so is now. Okay. Yeah. But I was 10 years younger, so I felt like there was them three versus me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Do you know so what I mean? Like, cause they, they me versus them mentality. Yeah. My, well, my brother grew up with my parents when they were 20s. They probably, you know, but yeah. <laughs> my, my, my parents are great. Like, we're like that much. Even my brother, I was we're that much closer now mm-hmm. and and i missed out a lot on his kids which is one thing that i spew about because he had his daughter's 18 now and i missed out on her i would buy him like fucking ipads and fucking this and all they probably wanted was me to hang out yeah, yeah. and i don't know how to hang out with them yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean which is sad but it's something also something to look forward to learning though isn't yeah, it yeah yeah it's and it's cool like going there and like she had her formal yeah you know what i mean and like I was proud Like I saw the photo I was like fuck She's 18 mm. yeah, well, You know what I mean Whereas When she was 8 <laughs> I needed to be there I was out Yeah 
on a bender. Yeah, but there's always time, mate. And I think the the main story is you you had the the guts and the and the drive to seek out some solutions to the issues that you were having. Okay, it takes a lot of courage. It does take a heap of fucking courage and and, and be, time and, and just realizing you don't have to do it all right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and do it all alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just hanging out on a Sunday with your family's fucking. Taking time to... Yeah. 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 And so because you've had that courage to do that and started to deal with the, the anger, the shame, and the coping mechanisms start to disappear, but then also it bleeds into every area of your life. So things start to get better, business, family, relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Man, even having no CityLink bill, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like, just because you used to fucking go to the drug dealer yeah. via CityLink, yeah. wow. you don't realise all the little other shit... You know what I mean? Yeah, the love ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are just there's an extra hundred a, a month in your account. Like it's You do appreciate stuff more, you, you know. Yeah, but you don't realise when you're when you're off your guts yeah. all the time yeah, you or can't drunk forest for the trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. When when I when finished up I had and this is such a comfort, I finished up and I had so many city link fines and parking fines. Right. Parking and I, fines. And I had to get my mum, I'm like, Oh, what do we do? And we're like, I would have consolidated into like one bill Big and loan. Mum's bless her cotton socks, but she's so naive about stuff. Because so, were you not thinking about this stuff when you were on the drugs? <laughs> said, That's the no, last. No, yeah. Mum, I wasn't. <laughs> I was trying. To, I was trying to work out how to um, use a bubble machine and blow ice into a bubble and then suck it out with a straw. That's what I was up to. <laughs> I wasn't too worried about um, my credit card. And wow. and then uh, where was I going to go with that? I had somewhere else to go. Oh yeah, and then it's funny. <laughs> I don't know if this is related, but I'd been um, I'd been clean for a, a, like a few weeks, yeah. And because every time I used to get in the car, because I was on it constantly, every time I got in the car, I would jump on that Facebook page that tells you where the booze and drug buses are. Yeah, um, they would like put the location oh. out so you could avoid them. Um, so it was it was, it was second nature that I would just get in the car and as soon as I went to drive and look at it. Anyway, I got in the car to go to the shops, like down at Hampton Park, and I'm on my phone looking at the page and I'm like, hang on, I've been clean for like three weeks. Why, <laughs> why am I looking at this page? Wow. <laughs> so a last question from me, I guess. Do you still have, because of the work you've done yeah. and the shifts that you've done and everything, do you still ever have any... Cravings, I guess you call them, to to go do the stuff you did in the past. My, my biggest thing, um, so in the past, I would get sober, clean, whatever you want to call it. Drugs was always on my mind. Now that I've done the work around um, family and that shit, I actually don't think about drugs. Yeah. yeah. Like I can watch Blow now, and and. An hour later, I'm not thinking. Whereas in the past, I'd be like, "Fuck!" Imagine being on that island with, uh, with Johnny Depp, <laughs> with Johnny Depp, and, <laughs> and those chicks in those convertibles. And do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It's, it's a constant. Not attractive to you anymore. Yeah, it's just not. It's not anything. It doesn't yeah. resonate. You know, I don't think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's been when I say clarity, that's been the best part. Yeah, yeah. and this is what happens when you do the work. You don't yeah. have to. Your people go. Oh, you know, you're going to have the cravings forever. Bullshit. If you do the underlying work, yeah. you, you can live free of those cravings. Yeah. And so, for example, last week, we a few things, like I said, I had a bit of an argument with the chefs. Um, I didn't go back to fucking, you know. Yeah. It's just clarity. Didn't go running for something to make you feel better. Well, even two days, three days later, which is when I'd probably normally get drunk or, or yeah. use, it, it didn't happen. Or I didn't, yeah, I vented when I go home and whatever, but then it's good the next day you wake up and... Yeah, so it's a completely different outcome to before. Yeah, you yeah. just, the way, because those problems always, all those big bills always come. Yeah. You know what I mean? That fucking four grand power bills mm. every three months mm. or that GST is every three months. So in 12 months, there's 12 of those bills. No yeah. worries. So that... You just gotta. The, the problems aren't gonna change. They never change, <laughs> and the bills are always coming. Yeah. It's just the way you, you know. Yeah. Sounds like there's been a process of metanoia there. Yeah. <laughs> He's a man of metanoia. What's yeah. metanoia? Oh, so have a to have a breakdown and a re, to break everything down and then reconstruct yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's we a, were it's a we new healthier version. Yeah. We initially called this show 
uh, men of metanoia. <laughs> but then I was trying – I couldn't say the word properly on episode no. two, so we changed the name. I'm like, men of metanoia. <laughs> and then after the show, I'm like, we've got to change this fucking name. I can't say the word. And Nick's like, what about woke blokes? And I'm like, that's Simple. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we kept taking the piss out of ourselves going, hashtag woke, hash, woke as fuck, woke trying to be fuck. one of those cool hip to the jive kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, but it sounds like you're woke to a degree. I'm, I'm uh, just the clarity happier. Is, is a there you go, happier. 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 He's a happy bloke. Happy bloke. Jimmy, we've just done an hour, mate. Beautiful. Flies by, doesn't it? And we're it? not going to talk about the heat in here? The, are you hot? Did you turn the fucking heater on? See, this on? is the issue that we have in here. <laughs> I turned the aircon on, but the girls turn it off because I'm in here sweating and sweating. they've got three jackets on down there. So, mm. look... So maybe this the next one be, could be this nude is, this is, Oh, that's an idea. <laughs> I'm up for it. <laughs> you will be. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode, Jimmy. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks, boys. Thank you. And if you want to reach out, wokeblogspodcast at hotmail.com or shoot us a message through Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of thing. All right, peace. 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 Thank you for tuning in to the Woke Blokes podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show. Also, leave us a five-star rating. We thank you so much, and we'll see you all next time. Woke Blokes.